Welcome to Thirsty on Tune, where we drink wine and read webtoons. Hi, I'm your co-host Bronwyn, your webtoon obsessive, dopamine addicted, idiots in love, and slow burn sommelier. And I'm your co-host Chris, webtoons acolyte, enemies to lovers lover, and banter core aficionado. So pull up a page, pour yourself a drink, and let's dive in. You're thirsty on Maine, we're thirsty on Tune. Hi. Are you ready to talk about some nerd boys? I am always ready to talk about nerd boys. Right. Are they, are they gay? Uh, I think they're a little bit gay. Yeah. Obviously. Bit. Yeah. A little bit gay. You think they might be a little. Just a, just a, just a hint gay. Just, just a hint of gay. I mean, but I, like who isn't? But <laughs> Right. Uh, surprise if you're learning that for the first time. <laughs> Welcome to the spectrum, folks. <laughs> Last time we made everyone pumpkin sexuals, and this time we're here to inform you you were always gay. Anyway, what are we talking about today? (laughs) Today, we are talking about the webtoon Zocker. Zocker! (laughs) And from the blurb, we have Zockel and Flix. They don't know each other's names, even though they have played online games almost every night for two years now. When an opportunity to meet suddenly arises, Flix is left with the question if someone he never met can be a friend in real life. Zocker is a German slang word for gamers. Enjoy reading. Yes. <laughs> I definitely assumed this had something to do with soccer for some reason. <laughs> I was surprised. <laughs> Not that kind of game. <laughs> Not that kind of game. I very much misunderstood when I started reading what this was. <laughs> Yeah, no, in terms of genre, like they have it down as romance. But for me, what this really is, is gamer boys online dating without knowing that that's what they're doing. (laughs) Yes, I would add it is a slow burn idiots in love. (laughs) Yes, yes. See, you're so good at that. You're very specific. (laughs) It's almost as if I write fan fiction on AO3. (laughs) (laughs) Almost. I have been... (laughs) tagging shit since the beginning of time anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nailed it <laughs> oh, who's your favorite character uh well in the grand tradition of this show as i think we might slowly begin to realize we write down every character that is in it <laughs> maybe one day there will come a day we read something where we dislike a character <laughs> will we though <laughs> I don't know what it would be. Hasn't happened yet. That's not happened yet. Um, This one for me, I feel has a more solid favorite in my brain. Like Felix is just my son. Like he is my child. Oh my God. I love him. (laughs) So much. Uh, So Felix or Flix, because he's so creative. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. How much am I getting buttercup from princess bride vibes right here? She named her horse horse. She was not long on imagination. (laughs) (laughs) You know, there's even a moment when, um, when Toby or Zockel realizes Felix just named himself Flix and is like, wow, what happened to the E? Oh, oh can we talk about little emo Toby though? How Toby. cute that kid is. I just want to pinch his cheeks. Oh my god, I love oh, him. Oh, 
He is this like angry nerd goth child. Yes. He has Damian Wayne energy. So much Damian Wayne energy. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, if he had been raised by assassins, this would be a It'd different be a story. Baby. But it'd be the same child. <laughs> He is legit a murder baby waiting to happen. <laughs> he is Damian Wayne if Damian Wayne played video games instead of learning the art of the blade. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, oh. I can't even with how true that is. It's just, he thinks he is better than everyone. Mm-hmm. Like he, he is just yelling and angry all the time, but inside is this ball of softness. Like oh, yep. he just, there is no actual armor. It is all bravado. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't care what people in the comments might say. That is Damian Wayne, too. I'm sorry. 100%. child is soft. Just look at him with a puppy. 1,000%. (laughs) He needs to be the patriarch because he can't let anybody see. Yes. But (laughs) hand that child an animal and tell me he is not the softest of boys. Right. He is the soft boy. He needs a soft birthday party like this. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. No. So it's true. I mean, obviously flicks, you know, yes. you can't not love him, yes. but I mean, you know, there's, there's Zockel obviously. And then, yes. oh my God, let's talk about Nina and Timo. Nina, oh Nina my and God. Timo are the greatest friends. I love they them are. so much. Yes. I just can't with them. They're so cute. Nina and her freckles and Timo and his bandages. And oh my God. Like, why does Timo always have bandages all over his face? I I know I I feel like is he is he a skateboarder it's so it feels like it's something like that right like he a hundred percent does a sport where he ends up on the pavement a lot like (laughs) I feel attacked with that (laughs) because that's basically me especially at that age (laughs) I don't know I've seen the ball hockey bruises currently what do you mean at that age okay all right okay okay I feel currently attacked Oh dear. Yep. No, that's a fair point. Yep. Uh, okay, friends. so I might might relate a little harder with Timo. Uh-huh. Timo's Maybe. a sweetie. I also um, love his little like hipster outfits right? all the time. He's oh so my God. cute. All of the clothes in this in this whole thing. I love yes. them all. I want to wear all of these outfits. Yes. I know we're three episodes into the show, but listeners will start to recognize that we love every character and we will always talk about the outfits. Yes. <laughs> best believe hard deep truth and why did that sound so sexual okay <laughs> it is hard and it is deep <laughs> oh no look what you've done to me <laughs> can't be helped <laughs> oh my god amazing <laughs> Oh, but it's so true. I love, seriously, I love all of the outfits. I love all of the outfits. I love the, just everything that they, I like their little avatars too. They're so cute. Their avatar design is my favorite thing. It's Mm -hmm. so good. I love, I love Zockel's like pirate chic thing. Right. The eye patch and the like flowy layers. And he kind of reminds me, yes, he kind of reminds me of like a fashionable night crawler. But I, I, I oppose the idea that Nightcrawler isn't fashionable. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> okay, a modern fashionable Nightcrawler. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Kurt of Wagner would not stand for this kind of slander. No, no, fair. I don't, I would not ever, ever, his, ever his slander Kurt. His best friend is Kurt. Wolverine. You want him to come for you? Yeah, no, that's fair. 
And okay, just as an FYI, when I was yes. six, Wolverine was my husband. He's Canadian and not oh. very tall. And yes, you know, I'm so pretty sure yeah. he is gay for Cyclops and Nightcrawler, though. So. I mean, I was just absolutely <laughs> heartbroken for years, like literally years, when I found out he wasn't actually a real person and I couldn't Aww. actually marry him. So the that's fact fair. that he's gay just adds to that. Yeah, you know? that's just a, that's a whole lot of uh, betrayal. That's yeah. Happened. Yeah. <laughs> Issues. You betrayed me. <laughs> So, yeah, I'll never get over my first X-Men. Oh, nobody, nobody ever recovers from their first X-Men. Mine was Gambit, which is why it's a good thing that I don't actually want to date, I think. Yeah, it's probably true. Does not bode well for who I would have picked in life. I mean, if it's any consolation, Gambit was my... <laughs> the Gambit rogue thing oh. was definitely my uh, rebound relationship. <laughs> Few things have ever been hotter than Gambit and Rogue. Right. I don't... I don't understand it. He is a horrible person who I love to this day. I know. Like I've never been able to let go of my deep love for this no. bad man. He's a terrible, <laughs> terrible person. Yes, he is. <laughs> oh my God. How did we even get here? I'm so sorry. <laughs> so far in this episode about soccer, we have talked about Batman and X-Men the most. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Favorite ship? <laughs> Rogan Gambit. Obviously. <laughs> but if you mean this comic, um, it's Zockel and Flix. Like, come I on. I mean, obviously. Obviously. I I just I want that so bad. I need it in my life. They're so messy in the cutest way. Right. Their relationship is a disaster that I I subscribe to. Like, Literally. <laughs> like, I don't even know. I was reading it and I was going, this shouldn't work. It really should it, not work. At all. And yet but it does. <laughs> And I, I think, and I need it. I think when, okay, their relationship, like they were friends for years, yep. but their relationship starts with Fli- Felix literally stalking him mm-hmm. and um, them just insulting each other when they do meet. And I think the moment where I was like, oh, this can work was when I realized that Zako was just as bad. Yes. <laughs> like, <he> was equally bad. <laughs> but like, I mean, the fact that Flakes decided to stalk him indicates to me that they had been online dating without knowing for quite some time. I think so. I you know, think he'd so. been, he, he, he ended up being dumped by his girlfriend because he right. wasn't spending enough time with her because he was going home to play video games with Zockel online. Like his friends, the very first thing we see of his friends is them going, uh, you have a date tonight, right? Like they think he is dating somebody. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, they don't know. I'm really with Zockel. And I'm like, they would still think they that if they definitely do, buddy. Do, buddy. <laughs> I hate to break it to you. They know. <laughs> you don't know. They know though. <laughs> I'm not going to lie though. In terms of shipping, I definitely have a ship for Timo as well, though, with that man bun guy at the party. <laughs> oh, my God. What is his name? I cannot even remember. Like, I don't know. Johanna's either. or something like that. Yes, you know? he's kind of douchey, but I feel like I would will love him anyway. Like, right? we, don't know, we don't know much about him, except that uh, when he meets Zockel, Zockel's like, is this what you're friends with? And do I have to be? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't like. <laughs> I think that's equal parts like Zockel and his social anxiety. Yes, I agree. <laughs> Though I was a little bit on his side when we first met that guy. <laughs> and I mean, fair. But, <laughs> but also, it w- I mean, I think that Timo is a little pretentious too. So I feel like it might work. <laughs> right? And I just, I definitely want to see like Timo bring that guy right down to his level. <laughs> oh, 
hundred percent yes and we need somebody for nina but i feel like there really isn't a lot of potential yet i kind of get ace vibes from nina Ooh, i would be down for that yeah. that would be great yeah that would be great she does have that energy now that you pointed that out and i was trying to decide if that's because she has that energy or because there's literally no one else in this story um, so yeah, yeah. i mean exhausted the characters at that point but it, you know maybe she is that would be really cool because i mean realistically like she, i could ship her with timo yeah, but I don't either. I agree. But with I you. don't they at all. Really strong friend, friend energy. energy. Like yeah. deep, deep friend energy, you know? Like, yeah, they do. Oh, I like it. All right. That's our prediction. Nina that's, is yeah, ace. That's her. <laughs> I, that's that's what I get from her so far. So yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah. But this is different than the other comics we talked about in that there isn't a whole lot of characters in it. Like they're really they're just the ones we've talked about. There's yeah. nobody else. No, I mean I, mean, I guess are... there's a mom. <laughs> there's yeah. a mom floating around. And they're like there's <laughs> Zockel's brother who yes. you know oh yes I like him he's cool yes he was neat um and like there are some like party goers tertiary friends and stuff like that but we don't get any development on right. them so yeah we spend yeah. so much time with with Zockel and Flex right so and partially I mean that makes sense if we if we use that to transition into our themes yes. it does make sense because they are they're they've created a whole world that is each other mm-hmm. in a way that is both cute and I feel like also going to be part of the problem yeah yeah (laughs) it definitely borders on toxic like not toxic in like an evil way but toxic in a cell in a codependent way right there is a at some point we'll talk about heart stopper but there's this really interesting through line in heart stopper of making the person you love your whole world and then having to unbuild that yeah you know, it's like take it apart um, yeah. and like actually create a world around yourself again, because it's not good to have that. And the, the longer the story goes on and the closer the two of them get, the more they are just each other's world. And then Nina and Timo are always there trying to be part of it, but it, they're not totally let in. Um, yeah. So I think that's going to, they're going to have to let some people into their world at some point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's hard. It's hard because at the age that these characters mm-hmm. are at, everything is so intense that it's very difficult to kind of understand that you need to let other things yes. in and that you can't be all things to one person or, you yes. know, like, Oh yes. I, mean, I it's hard enough I, to do that as an adult. No, right? <laughs> I at 15, I was Felix. Like this character is who I was as a teenager because I absolutely had like one friend and I would <laughs> latch onto that person until that relationship broke. And then I yeah. found a new one. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that sounds cold, but that is the like teenage calculus, right? Yeah. Like that person, I put, you know, in my head, it wasn't a temporary just latch on. It was like, no. we will grow old together. Exactly. <laughs> this other 15 year old and I. A hundred percent. Because you don't have any kind of baseline for comparison. No. Like no. This, this is the most important relationship in your life for you from your personal perspective, right? Yes. Like that. Teenage friendships can be so intense like when you look when I look back at them now as an adult with healthy friendships in my life I'm like wow how did I ever exist in that way like it was hard for me to go a couple minutes without knowing what that other person was doing like what (laughs) (laughs) it sounds so suffocating but we were both like so invested in it at the time you know god I look back at like notes you know, oh like we would God. send notes back and forth. They were like letters and we would send multiple a day, like yes. handwritten letters. Like, yes, it, no, no romance novel is as intense as female friendship in the teen years. Oh my God. 
that is so true it is unbelievable it is just it is uncomfortable to remember it is like (laughs) deeply uncomfortable to remember yes but you know what it's funny because I'm actually still friends with some of those people like that's awesome (laughs) the friendship has definitely changed (laughs) yeah that's also awesome I however managed to tank all of those (laughs) you know a lot of therapy has come since then it's okay oh no oh yes oh yes so much therapy (laughs) if you ever hear this I'm so sorry (laughs) god yeah ditto (laughs) yes yeah but uh, you know what I mean that's part of growth right it is it is and it's neat to watch that and it's neat to see this in a in a comic form it's it's really interesting to see it and honestly it's neat to see it um in male characters I agree yeah obviously that's different from my personal perspective but it's 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 really interesting to see this portrayed that way so yeah i'm i'm really invested in this it is really powerful i think there's i mean less so now because i think online friendship has become so normalized and online relationships have become so normalized so obviously they start friends and now they're moving toward maybe more they're not quite at more yet but they're at we're going toward more, but I think that is more normalized now, but certainly like when I was a teenager, not so long ago, it was like, those are not your real friends. Your real friends are your in-person friends. But for me, yeah. I was like, no, these are my people. Like, you yeah, know, exactly. But yeah, having online friends was way less normal now. I mean, we're online friends, technically a thing I don't usually remember. Cause it feels like we just kind of know each other. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, and I think, I mean, part of that is technological advancement, you know, yeah. allowing for a lot more sort of mimicry of in-person communication, right? Like video chat, like we're doing. (laughs) Yes, that's true. I also Um, think it's it's more normal to actually know the person on the other side of the screen now in a way that was like really scary. Like you had to know them for years before, which is in the story too. Like, you know them for years before you say your real name. Now my Twitter has my real name on it. Like, exactly. you know, we just do that now. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. And I I think that's a really interesting shift, right? Like that's it it speaks to a change in, in society, but it also like, and, and I mean, for better or for worse and for both really, but um, it's cool that you can meet people who are your people in a way yeah. that's not restricted to your physical location. Right. Especially for somebody like, and I feel this way because um, I grew up in a really rural, very kind of isolated area, uh, yeah. much like the character Zockel here is, is in a yeah. rural, more isolated area. You don't have access to people who necessarily share your interests. Yeah, absolutely. Online relationships can become very, very intense and very, very um, important because these are people who actually speak your language, you know, who, who, who understand your truths, who, who are part of your community in a way that the people who are part of your physical community really can't. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I also grew up in a, I grew up near a city that was somehow in a rural area anyway, (laughs) because in the part of the country I grew up, it was both. I had cows and city like on one side and the other, Uh, but it was still like hard to find people that were my people, like the people who, my neighbors, people that lived around me were 
very conservative. They were nothing Mm -hmm. like me. Right. So I had to go online to find my community. And I've always been very passionate about that because I feel like people will get on a soapbox and be like, social media is killing us. And I'm like, well, that's how you're using it then. Yeah. It's a tool. (laughs) Exactly. uh, If it's killing you, you're doing something wrong. Like maybe (laughs) you should, I don't know, maybe uh, get a little bit more in healthy communities then because modify your behavior with your tool. (laughs) Right. Right. So it can be, especially I think for like queer youth, it can be such a lifesaver to have Mm -hmm. an online space where you can be your full self. And I think it's fun in the story, the way that, you know, Zockel is his full self when he is not being himself. He's able to step out of himself and become the Zockel character who is just him. I mean, it's just him. Yeah. And I think that's really, uh, the light is shown on that when, um, Nina and Timo get to see Zockel be Zockel in real life for the yes. first time. Yes. They've always seen him as shy and quiet and reserved and he gets in a fight Toby. with Felix. Yeah. Yes. They've seen Toby. They hadn't seen Zockel. And then he gets in a fight with Felix and all of a sudden Zockel comes out and they're like, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> who is that? <laughs> Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's really, really interesting. And you, the fact that we really get to so completely see that transition in this. And I I just, yeah, I mean, I I guess this sort of bridges themes into story specific comments, but uh, I love well, I love the boys. I love the boys oh, so yes. much, obviously. Yes. I love their avatars. I love how they interact. And I love how much that interaction very clearly means to both of them and how they demonstrate that differently yeah you know like for for Zockel like him coming out of his comfort zone him leaving his space yeah is difficult and which is not something he's even communicated specifically to flicks you know like you get that internal monologue when you see the perspective shift so just so powerful which was really cool right I Mm -hmm. love that when you get to see the story from his perspective after having seen it from Felix's perspective and you see how like even getting on the train and going from his his area to to um, Hamburg where where Felix lives it was difficult for him and so for him to do that again and without planning and without knowing what his reception was going to be just because he was worried about Felix yeah that's a big indication about how important this person is to him and how important this relationship is to him. I definitely awed out loud when he showed up. Right. Because I wasn't sure at first, like, was he coming for conflict? Like, was he coming to argue or what? But then he's just there until Felix starts arguing with him. And he's like, there he is. That's my Felix. That's who I was looking for. And I was like, I died. I died. So sweet. That like that end of that panel like oh my god so remember when I messaged you and I said this broke me yes that is what broke me (laughs) it's perfect it is genuinely I wrote the parentheses cries yep (laughs) yep it's so true the, the 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 next part of that is Felix responding with that face that look on his face where he realized where he's finally realizing that that Zockel has made this effort like and so he's like oh dear god okay I have to make this effort too then like I have to step up I have to put aside the pain that I'm feeling Mm -hmm. and make this relationship my priority like this friendship yes because this person is so important to me that it's more important than my feelings exactly oh Oh my god I Uh, I love it I think it's also it's very telling 
the way they chose their names and what that says about them. Mm-hmm. So Toby and Zakul are two different people. You know, yeah. they are different sides of the same person, but they are different. Whereas Felix and Flix, again, one letter different, they're the same person. Yeah. He is a hundred percent just the soft bubble of a human that he yes. is at all times. At all times. And it is literally how Zakul recognizes him the first time they talk because he is no different than he is yeah. online. <laughs> whereas like flicks literally has to sit there and be like okay maybe that's him i don't know oh is that him oh and then he doesn't even fully recognize him until he has a tantrum i know know. and he's like there he is that's him (laughs) so yeah that was amazing love it (laughs) that the scene where um he first asked Zakul if they can meet in person and Zakul just signs off and doesn't come on for a few days did you feel the internal terror of that yes (laughs) deeply Deeply. that that specific online friendship thing where somebody can sign off and you just they're gone and you don't know you have you, no other access to them. You they could have died and you don't know. And oh my God. I've had that happen so many times. Yep. And you're just like, well, it's, I will never run into this person because they could live anywhere. <laughs> like It's just over unless they sign back on. Oh, my heart just jumped out of my chest. I was not okay. <laughs> it was, yes, that took me back. <laughs> There was a time in the fanfiction.net era of fanfiction writing, yes. you know, the dark times <laughs> before tags existed and you could just be reading something and have no idea what it was going to involve. Oh no. <laughs> oh, dark times. But there was a time when people, there was like a trend of teenagers on fanfiction.net faking their own deaths. <laughs> oh my God. Are you kidding? <laughs> Did not ever do this, but I was aware of it. It definitely happened. Like a writer would, would log back on and pretend to be their friend and be like, write an author's note that said like, this person has died. I'm so sorry. I know people cared about the story, but it won't be updated again. And it was really just the person. But why though? Teenagers. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's Teenagers fair. Is the reason. That's yeah, why. yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes because they, you know, wanting attention, sometimes to get away from drama, you know, just problem solving when you have a unfully formed brain I don't know what else to tell you no that's I mean that's enough (laughs) there's a a woman on TikTok who does like all these TikToks about fan fiction and fandom and she was one of the people who did that as a teenager and she's like I don't know what to tell you guys like I don't know why I did this (laughs) 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 I I did but I don't know why (laughs) like I mean that's fair yeah (laughs) weird but fair yes yes For for those of you who were in the dark ages with me, suddenly recounting whether or not the people you thought were dead or were or were not dead, I hate to bring it to you. If they were writing an author's note, I bet you they weren't. (laughs) (laughs) Just don't think that's the first priority of their best friend. Just saying. (laughs) Oh God, true, true story. (laughs) Oh my God. Well, do you have any predictions for what's coming next? Okay, so... I will tell you my completely inaccurate prediction that I haven't let go of probably out of pride. Ooh, okay. No, I want to hear this. Is it unhinged? I want it to be unhinged. It is a little bit unhinged. I think it it is telling of the kind of webtoons I've been reading. Yes. Okay. So we, at the beginning of the story, we only see Felix. We don't see what Zako looks like beyond his avatar. 
Havis tried to make all these predictions of why he was being so cagey about it. <laughs> I was like, okay, like he, his character is a pirate. He has an eye patch or whatever. My brain was like, something has traumatic has happened to this child. And he's like lost his eye in a horrible accident. And he's like, created a pirate persona to deal with it and then the first time we see an avatar of him, it's during his goth phase and his hair is covering one eye and i was like oh i'm right and i'm not right but <laughs> it turns out this was just drama but <laughs> i was like i don't know it's symbolic of something and i haven't let go of my idea that it's symbolic of something <laughs> but i no longer have a what <laughs> you don't think he has a glass eye <laughs> maybe Hey, surprise, he has a glass eye. <laughs> oh my God, I love it. That is unhinged. That's amazing. Yeah. Thank you. I don't actually think he has a glass eye, but I do feel like the eye patch means something. And this is going to be one of those things where I'm going to hold on to this until it's literally over and nothing comes of it. But I'll <laughs> still be like, no, I think it meant something. <laughs> I really was the person watching WandaVision going, that's Mephisto. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. I like it. I'm here for it. Thank you. Other than that, I think my prediction would be what we've said already, that their friend, their, their level of connection is going to be the the conflict that we have to deal with at some point. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm in a similar place. Like, obviously we're going to get some sort of emotional explosion from Felix, Mm -hmm. a confession, a forced explanation of his distance, something like this. Right. Right. But at this point in the story, I'm not a hundred percent sure how Zuckel's going to react. Like, no. you know, I mean, no. clearly he's already been considering his sexuality. Right. You know, um, he had a response to the, you know, gay magazine that his brother gave to him when he was drunk and right. was trying to express support in a very weird way, but very clearly, weird, clearly meaning <laughs> expressing, you know, the conservative nature of the place and family and whatever that they grew up in. Yeah. But trying to be well-meaning, trying to be supportive. So points for effort. <laughs> yeah yeah you tried gold like, star you tried. real hard he tried <laughs> yes exactly oh so, maybe a little work for a little room for work on the execution but he tried real hard so okay <laughs> and and you know like there was definitely there was definitely a response there but there's also some fairly significantly internalized homophobia yeah absolutely and i i were like whereas you know felix is obviously still working out his feelings he's still trying to figure out where he is but he doesn't seem to have the barrier of that homophobia he's Mm -hmm. just confused which I mean yeah yes (laughs) yes but he thought they were friends for so long and then has now he can't get out of the headspace of wanting to kiss him and it's distracting him from their friendship but yeah it's messy it's messy and delightful he's not sure like does that go beyond yes. kissing or yes. like, cause he can't quite picture do, going yeah. further than that physically with a, with a man, but right. he right. cannot get past it. He doesn't, he's trying to distract yeah. himself with thoughts of women, which has previously been all he'd yeah. thought about and no, he, that's not working. And yeah, so he's just wonder, working through it, but not in a hateful way. Yes. I wonder if Sokol isn't demisexual because there's mm. he, when he actually gets the magazine, like he has a feeling about it, but he is like, it's not the thing that he, he understands other people to feel. Exactly. And he knows he's never felt that toward women. So my question is, is it internalization, which it is? I mean, is it only that? Or is he also somewhere on the ACE spectrum? And so he isn't feeling the same things. Yeah, which I, I 
think potentially so. And so like, I think, you know, like he's working his way towards understanding his feelings for, for flicks, but it may be specifically for flicks as opposed to for men or women or anyone in general or you know exactly because he's had this years years long emotional bond already exactly yeah exactly which I mean like that I you know yeah I feel that that's that Mm -hmm. makes sense yeah um so like they clearly have chemistry you know but I I do feel like Toby's struggling more yes and than Felix's on this one so I don't know exactly how that response is going to go yet you know and I think I I wonder if we'll get a little bit more of this you know like we did the uh, we had the whole up to the party scene Mm -hmm. from Felix and then we went back in time and saw like up to that point from from Toby's perspective yeah and that was really helpful for understanding where he was coming from so I'm wondering if we'll get this Oh, I hope so. I do too. I really hope so. <laughs> yes. I think that would be really helpful in making predictions and things like that, but also in understanding yeah. how his reaction will be. Yeah. I want, especially want to see how it was for him when uh, Felix pulled back. Like what yeah. was he reading into that interaction and how was he feeling about it? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I'm not, cause especially because there's, he's definitely the one who would experience some blowback for accepting and uh, coming yeah. out with queer identity. Right. So, so yeah. like, and not to say that his family specifically won't right. be supportive because I clearly his brother is trying to be yeah. already yeah. Um, and he hasn't even come out. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and his mom yeah. seems like a lovely person in the small amount of information we have right. about her. She doesn't yeah. seem like a non-supportive character um we haven't met a dad so i don't know yeah um, have we met either dad no i don't think so i don't think we've met any met moms yeah we've met moms but zero um, dads in the story <laughs> we definitely have been told though that it is yes. a conservative yes um area yes of germany, Ger- germany. yeah yeah right yeah. So I, I'm really, I'm really interested. I'm really interested to see yes. the sort of culmination of this kind of emotional plot point. And uh, what the eye patch will mean. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> maybe the eye patch means that he's on the A spectrum. Maybe that's what maybe, it is. It's the demisexual. Maybe. He sees the world differently. Yeah, we yeah. did it. There we are. Good Nailed job. <laughs> If this eye patch means something, we're doing a whole second episode about this. Just oh my god, yes, a thousand percent. We're coming back and we're talking about the eye patch. <laughs> oh god. Oh my god, that's gonna be awesome. We're definitely doing that. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> we're coming back to talk about the eye patch when our soccer is done. We are. Yes. We're Wait, definitely doing that. Regardless if nothing happens, we'll come mm-hmm. back and we'll decide what it meant. Yep. <laughs> so the art style for this is definitely different from anything that we've looked at so far. What do you think? I love it. It has mm-hmm. a more traditional manga style to it, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, but but different than that too. So I don't know. It's like a little Gundam wing kind of, especially yeah. in the video games. Uh, though it gets a little Dungeons and Dragons at times as well. Depends Definitely. on the game they're playing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Which yeah. I love. I love that the style changes depending on the game that they're playing. I do too. I really lo- I love the gameplay scenes, especially. And I love the way that their voice chats or their messaging is um, personified in their avatars. Yeah. There's always these like very surrealist kind of their avatars hanging in space talking to each yes, other. And it's so I love that. beautiful. 
I know. I, w- I want that. I want an avatar. Like Why don't that. we like, have that? Why can't our avatars? <laughs> Can we do that? Can we make that happen? Just have avatars that chill in space together. <laughs> yes, please. Let's do that. It's so cool. <laughs> Why, why did anyone ever create second life? I just want an amorphous blob of space. <laughs> right? Come on. Bring me that gooey. I need it. <laughs> Make it happen. Somebody's going to tell us it already exists. Probably. Um, yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, yes, I, no, I agree. And I, I like the real world art too. It's much more like grounded, but very yes. lovely. Yes. And it's so funny because I'm, de- I'm, I'm typically not as drawn to black and white as I am to color. Um, which I think is probably pretty obvious from my personality, but <laughs> did <laughs> but you sometimes something... forget that it was black and white? Because... Yes. It's so compelling. It there's is. something so compelling. The facial expressions are so evocative. Like yeah. it, I feel like it... I knew what color everything was going to be. Like, I just yeah. feel like it, I don't know how it conveyed it, but I always was just like, I know what color their outfits yes. are. Like, yeah. like you can see sunsets. You can see like, yeah it's bonkers. I don't know. It is just, it's very, very evocative for something that is comparatively potentially simplistic to some of the art styles that we've looked at. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, I mean, if we compare it to like third shift society last week, like it it feels a lot unfinished seems like that. I mean, it's unintentional, but there is like an unfinished quality to it that is intentional. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But it works. It really works for this style and for this story specifically, I think. Um, I agree. It kind of reminds me just a hint, like not specifically in the look, but just in the way it is evocative of Terry Moore. Oh, yes. You yeah. Know? Like yeah. I just that like Rachel rising kind of, Yeah. I don't know. I, but I love it. I love, I love it. It's, it's got heavier lines for sure. Um, yes. But there's the way the faces move, the way yeah. the, there's so a lot expressive. of movement. Yes. There's a lot of movement in this. There is. It's so expressive. You have a, yeah. an idea what they're thinking at all times. Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. just, it's <laughs> like, there's one scene in particular I can think of for, for movement is when uh, Timo is saying that Felix and Nina look similarly. And if, if, if Felix had the freckles that Nina has, that they would be like twins and the both yes. of them looking like, huh. And then they yell at each other for both looking <laughs> horrified Disgusted. by this. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. There's so much life in that panel. Like there's so much, it's just, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I also kind of like that, like, so there is this kind of trope idea of a ship called the the sunshine boy and the goth boy trope. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, we see that in everything like uh, Wiccan and Hulkling or even like in Schitt's Creek, that's David and Patrick, right? Sunshine boy, goth boy. And there's definitely that here. And even their word bubbles are, uh, Zako's word bubbles are in black and Felix's word bubbles are in white. And it's just, I don't know, there's something very characterized about everything they do and say. Yeah, it's true. It's yeah. true, but like it works and they're, so and especially because like, yes, they're definitely have that dynamic, that sunshine yeah. goth, but also yes. like, they're both angry. They both call each other noob. Yes. They both have this angst. They both yes. like, so it's not like, so, uh, I don't even know what the word is exactly, but you know, the sunshine is not a total naive waif boy, yes. you know, no. and the goth is not a total like angry over the top, you know, like there's no, he's precious. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I love them so much. 
it. And I love, I love that you get that precious right from the beginning, especially when you get that first emo pic that Felix finds and he's just like, oh my God, is this you? Oh, I'm going to die. You're so cute. What the hell? Like- oh, that energy of you've given me one detail about your life and I'm about to find out everything because I have Google. <laughs> I was like, yeah, oh God, me. <laughs> oh, sucker. <laughs> Look, um, whoever among us is not cyber stalked can throw the first stone. <laughs> right. <laughs> Everybody has done that at least once. Let's yeah, be fair. Don't lie. Don't uh, lie. We, we see know. you. We, we see you. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a favorite quote? I do. I do. It's that panel that broke me. It's that panel that broke me. And it's Felix saying, I can do this. I have to do this. Oh, 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 I read that and I immediately snapped you because I was just like, <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> yes, yes, you did. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Mine actually comes a little earlier than that. It's the first time they meet in person and they're hanging out. Mm-hmm. Not that I guess not the time they meet in person, but the time that he comes to visit and they're hanging oh, yeah. out. And they, you know, they have not spent time together in person. It's the first time, but Felix reflects that somehow this feels nostalgic. I just, oh, oh. I get that though. Like yeah. when you've been friends with someone online for so long and you get to be in person with them and it doesn't ever feel like it's the first time regardless. Right? No, it's true. One day you and I will meet and it will feel nostalgic. Like It's a thousand it percent true. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'll cry then too. Yep. <laughs> I do love that feeling. Oh my God. Our babies. I know. I love them so much. Oh my God. And like, it's not like a favorite quote, but it sort of is it that when Zockel comes to see him when he's been worried and (laughs) Flix is like, okay, I'm just, I'm just going to go in here and I'm going to put him out of my mind and I'm going to, I'm going to focus on this. And yes. he's, he's so focused uh-huh. on putting Zockel out of his mind that he does not notice that the man himself is standing right it's there. Right there. Hello. So good. <laughs> and he says hi like four times before Whoa. Felix is like, what? No. He's like, oh no. <laughs> oh, I love it so much. Oh, oh yeah. my God. So yes. good. Yes, oh, our so poor good. little boys. They're so precious. We love them. (sighs) I can't. Oh, God. So what do you think we're going to read next? Chris, do you have anything for us? Oh, yes. Why, yes, I do. Uh, We are going to squee and swoon some more. Yay. But get a little spooked in the process. Because we are reading Ghost Light Snacks. (gasps) Yes. (laughs) Oh, yes, we are. I am obsessed. I, I think I sent you a snap after reading five episodes of it and went, I'm going to be obsessed with this. And I was right. Yes. <laughs> and then I thought, okay, well, hmm, Chris and I share a brain, so I better read it. And then immediately became obsessed myself. Yes. yes. <laughs> now, did I intend that both of my choices for the first two were going to be about ghosts? No, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, listeners, all of my choices will not be ghosts. <laughs> Famous last words for a thousand uh, dollars. Well, okay, maybe more than a few of them will be paranormal, though. <laughs> Look, I spend all my free time reading Shadowhunters. It is where my brain lives. Yeah, no, that's fair. 
that's fair i will i will definitely just have to switch it up or something with like a korean makeup drama that's- yes <laughs> yes 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 <laughs> when we first when we were planning out our schedule when we sat down and came up with ideas i was like no i'm gonna be really conscious about doing different genres every time and yeah. i lied <laughs> yeah like a rug <laughs> <laughs> and that was a lie <laughs> all good we have a few we may or may not subscribe to like i don't know hundreds of webtoon between the two of us so yeah so what what is your subscribing to webtoons method because i've been told mine is unhinged (laughs) i i'm gonna go with yes my method is yes yes my method is the subscribe button is the same as a bookmark and i just put anything i want to even think about for more than five seconds in there and thus my subscribe is unmanageable yes well and see and like i read obsessively to the point of i probably have a problem that should be addressed at some point but it's not going to be not when Um, we can podcast about it right this is addressing the problem. This is this is me addressing the problem. Uh, <laughs> so I subscribed to things because they were recommended to me because yes. I was just searching my for use because I was reading something and they said, if you like that, you might like this uh, because an author recommended something at the bottom yeah. of their web too. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I immediately go and I binge read. So like I have probably eight to 10 pages worth of subscriptions on my webtoon. And I have probably read through like the entirety of the backlog of 95% of that. See, I I have the same amount, but I've only probably read through the backlog of 30% of that. I have focus problems as, as Bronwyn knows, I will start reading something and then jump to reading something else. So I probably read the first issue of most things I'm subscribed to and <laughs> yeah, it's a problem. <laughs> yeah, I I I I might have focus problems periodically, but my OCD doesn't allow me to jump that much. So yeah. I'm like, I will read it till it's done. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, my OCD is like, what if you miss something? You've got to read all of them. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why between us we have hundreds of subscriptions. Yes. We arrived at the same place from the same diagnosis via different paths. Brains are fun. They're fun, y'all. Oh, God. Uh, well, yes. I am looking forward to ghost lights for next time. Ooh, that is exciting. It's spooky. And also one of the most romantic ones we talk about, honestly. Honestly, so romantic. So romantic. <gasps> and scary. And scary. <laughs> Genuinely scary. <laughs> oh, spook. The spook is real. Yes. I, I love it, wait. though. It's so beautiful. <laughs> it's so beautiful. And I can't wait to talk about it. <gasps> Ooh. <laughs> And where can our listeners find you, Bronwyn? You can find me on all the things at Shiny Baby B. I mostly live on Twitter, where I usually am tweeting about what I'm reading, because I'm always reading. <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter at The Myth of Psyche, where I tweet about feminism, psychology, and also what I am reading. <laughs> and you can find me also on Gotham Outsiders, a podcast talking about queerness and feminism in the Bat family with my co-host, TJ. 
And you should also be checking out our parent podcast at Talking Comics on Twitter, or you can email them at podcast at talkingcomicbooks.com. And if you want to uncork more web comics goodness from our show, you can check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Thirsty on Tune, where we should be reading, drinking, and being nerdy. 